I can recall listening to an interview by one of my favorite artists, Jason Isbell, and he was discussing a song that he sings entitled Children of Children. And in this song, he's talking about the guilt and the shame that he feels about being born into this world because his parents were only 17 when he was born. And he talks about how he feels this guilt and this shame, though they never said anything, they never did anything to make him feel this way. He felt that he had interrupted their lives. Uh, And in the song, he, he uses lines like this where he says, You were riding on your mother's hip. She was shorter than the corn. All the years you took from her just by being born. And in that line of all the years you took from her just by being born, you hear this self-imposed guilt and shame that he has. And and I'm reminded of of Genesis 3, and I've used this illustration before, where Adam and Eve sin, and when God comes looking for them and they're hiding, and they say, we were naked and we're sinners, and God goes, who told you that? And I think that, that God would even look at Jason and say, but who told you that? Who, who imposed this shame and this guilt? And so often I think the answer to that is, well, I told myself. I told myself that I was not worthy. I told myself that I was not good enough. I I believe the lies of the world that say this and that. And so I impose guilt and shame on myself. And we lose sight of who it is that God says that we are. Beloved and redeemed. We find ourselves saying, I'm unloved and I and I and I'm not lovable and we live into the world or the lies that the world would tell us about ourselves that we can that we are defined by our sin when God defines us by so much more and we and we this goes to the extent that we even fabricate wrongdoing because we lose sight of the fact that we are created in the image of God we find ourselves saying, well, this is who I am and that's who I am. Even if we haven't even done anything, we find ourselves fabricating and saying that we did it because we are selfish or we did it because of this or that, even if that's not the truth. And we fabricate this worldly image of our own selves. It's the greatest trick that the devil ever played is that we lose sight of who God calls us to be and we start to create this image of who the devil says that we are because we listen to the devil as opposed to God. And we define ourselves by sin. We define ourselves by wrongdoing. And we say things like, well, it's human nature. Losing sight of the fact that from the very beginning, we were created in the image of God. So our very nature is not sin. Our very nature is not shame. Our very nature is not guilt because God's grace, God's love cast out all the fear that we have of being someone else. It casts out all the guilt and the shame that we feel because grace conquers shame. And what we need to realize is what we hear in John 8, 36, where it says, if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. You see, it is time that we accept the grace of Christ 
live into that grace and are set free from those things that bind us up, that shame, that guilt that binds us up as we turn, as we repent, and as we seek God with all that we are. Now, Jason obviously had fabricated his own guilt and shame. And my friends, my hope is that we can look at our own lives and begin to take on the label of beloved, child of God. Or as my good friend David Sotts always says, that we are cog pals, children of God, people of worth. And that we can begin to live into that, not looking at the shame and the guilt that comes with our lives, but casting off the chains that are imposed by our own sin, by our own doing, and by the devil, and that we can be set free to go forth and run the race that God has intended for us. It is my hope that we can live in to being set free and truly being free to live and to love and to pursue God and God's will and God's kingdom with all that we are. Amen and amen.